Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You're listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artists' work, and listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Betty Rhodes. Happiness and color characterize the artistic style of Betty Rhodes, expressing the personality and vibrant atmosphere of the Texas Hill Country. She brings an imaginative approach to her subjects, which include a wide variety of landscapes, florals, animals, and abstracts. Well, good morning, Betty, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Good morning, Mike. I think I should tell you how I got started in art. Well, my brother and I could not decide as kids what we wanted to be when we grew up, and he couldn't decide between opera singing and the ministry. I couldn't decide between comedy and art. Well, he ended up the professor in the seminary at UT, and I ended up in art, which I do today, and I teach also. So the way I got started, it's so hard to get for artists to get started. Uh, I went to my husband and said I needed some money to get to get a place, and I was going to open an art gallery. And he said, "Well, Betty, you are absolutely crazy." He said, "I always thought you were. Now I know you are." <laughs> so, he said, "I'm not helping you a bit." I said, "Okay, I'll do it myself." So I went up and rented. I had enough money to rent one month, and I got this little bitty spot on uh, Ruth Street, which is right up from the Stonely Hotel. And my girlfriend came over, and she said, I'll pose for you. And I said, okay, well, take them off. So she did, and I did a painting of her from a nude from the rear. And it was just awful. It just, both of us... It was just like gagamosis. So we got the scissors, and we cut out just the derriere, which was the only good part of the, of the painting. And we stretched it, put it in a frame, and put it in the window. And there was this little guy. He'd been down to the Stonely Bar, I guess, and had one too many. But he had was coming down the side street, which aimed him right at that window. And... He was <laughs> he was so shocked by what he saw that he drove over the curb and up on the the grass and and up in front of the window. Well, that story got around town, and Channel Thirteen called me and said they'd like to do a show on it. And I said, "What? What are you going to call it?" And they said, "We're going to call you Dallas's hindmost painter." And I said, sounds like fun. Let's do it. (laughs) And and we did. 
and we got a frame, empty frame, and hung it with with wire from the ceiling, and she stood in front of it uh, from the back. And so we had a live derriere, and that's what they did uh, on their show. So the word got around, and it got around to the 500 Club, which was uh, a wealthy group of young people in uh, Dallas. And so they invited me to be a member with them. And I was off and running, and I've been running ever since. <laughs> Mike, you got a question for me? <laughs> oh, have I covered That's a it? wonderful story, Betty. That is a wonderful story. <laughs> it is so true. And after that, I thought, well, that was a good lick, and that'll be an, an entree for me to, to get into art, where I can sell it and make a little money. Well, the first month I didn't have any money, so I thought I'd just have to go out and sell. So I painted a whole bunch of drawer pulls with derrieres on them. And I did, uh, so, and they all had a pigtail with a bow on it. And they had, the men always bought the red, the blue, and the white bows. And the women always bought the pink and the red and the orange bows and the yellow ones, and it never failed. And the men bought the ones with the legs apart, and the women bought the ones with the legs together. So that got to be the over 40 present of the week. And from there, I I went forward (laughs) And then I do I do crazy animals and I teach and I'm in several galleries, have a web page and now I'm talking to Mike, which is another leg. All right, Mike, I'm turning it over to you. <laughs> okay. Well tell us, Betty, I mean you kinda of gave us an intro, but what was it that made you I mean what helped you decide to be an artist? Uh, was there something that happened and that made you go from comedy to art? Uh, no, I became a legal stenographer, and the art bug still bit me pretty hard. So mm-hmm. I, t- I went to San Antonio at night and took night classes on life drawing. So I would drive 60 miles up there and 60 miles back, after hmm. five o'clock, and I did that for several years until I could draw. Because you can't paint if you can't draw. And my hmm. favorite was impressionism, and my master is Monet. And what Question. is it about Monet's paintings that you that impressed you? Well, they're so alive. They're not uh, like little old lady paintings where they just pick them to death and then they get painted on the end of their nose. They get so close to the painting. And when I have my students here, I put a line on the floor and give them a big wide brush and let them paint from behind that line. Then they can't pick it to death, and it just comes out amazingly well. And it's fun. I think art should be fun and colorful 
and should raise the spirits of the person that buys it and has it in their home. Well, I agree. And Betty, uh, how long have you been an artist? Mm, I had a gallery in Dallas for 28 years. And now I'm in Wimberley, Texas, and I have other galleries that sell my work. So I let them stand on their feet all day long. (laughs) 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 But I can sit out and paint. But it, it, it's it's a it's a, it's a, it feeds you, mm-hmm. and if you're feeling bad, you go out there and paint, and all of a sudden you're feeling better. It's yep. like a necessity. Well, Betty, tell us uh, about the process you go through your art, uh, beginning where you get the inspiration for a piece of art. I do a lot of goats, <laughs> and I do the ones <laughs> with the curly hair, and so I. Of course, first lay it out, and then I put a base on it, and then I get certain brushes and certain paints and make curls all over them and name them crazy things. And like I have one, I have a, it's a goat with a chicken on its head, and it's called Easy Rider. And people buy people buy the names half the time. And I just finished a big chicken with its mouth wide open and I called it uh, Maria Sings Opera. And I entered it into a show and it won it won an award and got sold. <laughs> I got sold. So I think I, I think art should have fun be fun. And if it projects that, people tend to buy it. Mm-hmm. Or do you have a preferred medium that you use for your paintings? Absolutely. I use oils only. It took me a while to learn what values were. And people starting to paint have no earthly idea what that means, and I didn't either. But it means intensity of color. So there are cool colors and warm colors. And if it's in the shade, it's cool. And if it's in the sun, it's warm. So you use warm colors and cool colors. And when they come together, it makes the form. And the form uh, then will have several different cool colors in it, as will the warm colors. So my work is very colorful, and people like that. And where did you get the the inspiration for, was it from Monet to to do the colors uh, in your paintings? Because it sells. Why else? I'm not a museum, so I don't want them hanging all over the house and under the bed in the closet. I want them in somebody's house. So I paint what sells, and a lot of people think that's silly and and unprofessional. But I mean, are you going to paint and just store them? I'm not. It's all about getting the art out there, isn't it? It is, and I'll tell you what else it is. It's finding a sponsor. 
you have to find a sponsor with deep pockets that will push you on his on his friends, <laughs> or you have to have a gimmick like I did. I didn't have a sponsor, but I did. I did have a good gimmick. I should have been on what's my line. <laughs> that would have been hard to guess. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. But I'm, st- <laughs> I'm still having fun with art, and all my students have fun, and they, they're doing really good. I'm producing some good painters. Well, that's great. Well, you do sound like you're having fun and you're enjoying life, that is for sure. Well, that's, it's your choice. You can have fun with life or you can be, go around with a sad face. And I don't believe in sad faces. <laughs> and I'm enjoying talking to you, Mike. Well, good. I've enjoyed talking to you, Betty. Uh, you have some wonderful stories and a and a very fun and interesting outlook on art, and it's refreshing. It is. It is. And thank you for saying that. <laughs> well, Betty, I think this is a good spot to take a commercial break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about the three paintings that you entered recently in an art competition here at Contemporary Art Gallery Online. All right. I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Betty Rhodes' artwork by going to contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, click on the Search Gallery tab, and then on the Artist tab, and then alphabetically down to Betty Rhodes' name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants, so if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the Artist Member Corner and follow the prompts under the Member Application Process tab. And if you're a designer, architect, or a connoisseur, or just lover of art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, or even by the individual artist. And again, to view Betty Rhodes' beautiful art, just click on the Search Gallery tab and then follow the prompts to Betty Rhodes' name. Well, Betty, the first piece we should talk about from the art competition is entitled Turquoise Mountain. Tell the audience about that art piece. Okie doke. My husband and I took a trip, and we went up into the Rocky Mountains, and there's nothing but rock up there, and they cut tunnels through that rock, and so the cars could go through. Well, I got fascinated by the patterns in the rocks, and took tons of pictures. So when I came home, I took those pictures and made art from them, and put different colors and put different sizes. And it, that turquoise mountain turned out to be a real honey. And it sold right away. So that tells you something about patterns, sizes, and color. So don't be afraid of color. It's what sells. Now, the next one I did was called, was also from that series. So artists usually paint in series. And it's... Uh, 
it it's kind of a wild one, but I had fun with it, <laughs> and it sold too. So then I did the third one, and Mike's going to tell you the name of that. The Illusions and Imaginations. That's it, and I can see it in my head, but it's pretty colorful and pretty strange. But people like that too. It's a far cry from my goats, <laughs> but it's sold. So. All three of those are gone. Well, that's a good problem to have, isn't it? Uh, art that sells. <laughs> what a problem. <laughs> I'd like to have more problems like that. So you do all types of different art. I do subjects, different subjects. Subject. And and the the biggest seller is the goats, believe it or not. Goats. <laughs> With chickens on their heads. <laughs> <laughs> and that, What's that your was favorite? fun. Oh, whatever sells, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm in business for. I'm not in business to be to be a museum, so uh, I like to do things that sell. And art galleries like for you to do that too. They're not going to keep you if you don't sell. So I had to think of things that sold, and you have to try it out, and after a while, you know what sells that you can paint. Well, and regardless of your subjects, color is always a predominant part of all of your paintings. Is that correct? That's correct. Most painters are scared of color. I had one student that came here, and she just, everything was dark. And I said, man, you got to put some color in that stuff. And she was terrified to put color in there. I said, put some red right there, straight red. She said, oh, I don't dare. I said, okay, then I'll do it. So I slapped a little red up there, and she said, hmm, I think I like it. I said, well, you keep going with it. And she did. And she's now coming out of the closet and being a colorful painter. Well, what's the most important advice that you give to uh, students that come uh, to uh, learn with you? Turn loose. Get your nose out of the painting and turn loose. And use your color and use your subjects and don't be so tight. They're all so tight. And that tight doesn't sell. Loose does. And that's what Monet did and all the Impressionists. They did the impression of the subject, not the outline. Well, Betty, uh, do you have any other funny stories uh, regarding art that you'd like to share with the audience? Well, I have lots of funny stories, but some of them I don't dare tell. Yeah, some of them are a little naughty. So, but I do plain air painting and studio painting, and we live on top of a hill, and we can see forever. So I could I never run out of something to paint. I had one student. Don't tell this, and uh, he just couldn't get the values. And I sat him out on the front deck, and I had him look at the 
trees that were down below. And I said, now, I want you to count the values of green. And he came back, he says, there's nine values in those trees. I said, hmm, funny, I counted 39. He said, what? (laughs) 39? How will I ever do that? And I said, well, I'll show you how. And it'll make your painting much richer and much more interesting. And it did. Now, one of my students is a masseuse, and another one is a retired minister, and another one is an English lady that's pretty pretty good painter. And she dropped watercolor, which is what she did, and she's now into oils and likes them a lot better. They have more essence, more values, and more body. And that that's what people like. And oils bring more money than watercolors. Mm-hmm. I don't like the acrylics because they're like wax. And I don't like painting with wax. <laughs> One other thing with oh, oils are oils... You you know you certainly can manipulate the the paint that you can't with the other you know the other mediums. Yeah, you can't with watercolor for sure. You can go darker, but you can't ever go lighter. Well, and from start to finish on one of your art pieces, how long does it take you to complete a piece of art? Well, the ones that go fast are usually the best ones. The ones that are slow and I have to work and work and work at it, those are the ones that don't sell. <laughs> but the fresh and loose ones, <laughs> it's just like be free and easy. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm not painting tight. If I start painting tight, then I'll put it away and scrape it off. And don't ever be ashamed of scraping one off. If you get on the wrong level, or the drawing is wrong, the painting's going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. So just wash that sucker off and try again. Well, Betty, I think we're getting close to the end of the show. Okay. I just wanted to say thank you for joining us today. You've been a lot of fun, and you've got some great advice for the listeners. Good. That's the intent. And I'd also like to thank our audience for listening to us today. And again, to view Betty Rhodes' stunning art, to listen to this interview, and of course purchase some of Betty Rhodes' art, visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online. I want to let all the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery online hosts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the art competition tab and follow the prompts. And while you're there, check out all of our upcoming competitions as well. And if you're an architect, interior designer, or just a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog, so please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. An Artist Speaks airs for every Saturday morning. So we'll meet again next week. Thank you again for being with us today, and have a great rest of your weekend.